With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Two minutes to go in San Francisco. The Niners lead the Rams 31-10. to It has been all San Francisco tonight. It has been zero Odell and zero Von Miller. We'll have more on this game coming up in a few minutes. Uh, as Mike Harmon, you are down to the wire with potentially getting knocked out in our big uh, guillotine league. Wow, how do you know point, this? 
Well, because I follow the guillotine league. I still follow oh, okay. it, even though I got knocked out. All right, I thought you, you would ha- quit a long time ago. You have Mitchell, and you have a one-point lead over Marcus Grant from NFL Network, who has Van Jefferson, right? And it's a one-point uh, Yeah, Van Jefferson right now. catch. Ooh, man. If the Rams He's get dropped, the ball how many back. Po- how many ca- balls on the night? I want to see that official count for this game. <laughs> Between him and Tyler Higby, my oh, God. Man. Just awful. You, uh, you, better, yeah. you better hope the Rams don't get the ball back. You're like hoping, okay, we just got two minutes here. We just, we, can, we, can, can they just not give the ball back to the Rams, get an oh-by-the-way catch from Van Jefferson to say, oh, my goodness, now I'm out. Yeah, according to this, uh, I have a – Let's see, one point, about a two point, one point five eight lead, something like that. Right. So if he catches, and then a you pass, round, he catches yeah, a as pass. Long, yeah, yeah. As long as he catches a pass for more than six yards, like that's the winning margin. Three catches, fifty four yards, could have been a much bigger, yeah, bigger effort yeah. here. Two minutes remaining mm. in this one. Uh, yeah. yeah, not not exactly what Harmon had in mind. Uh, A.J. Brown is 3.3. <laughs> Dallas Gar- Goddard with his 4.8. Not exactly uh, lighting it up. Uh, the clock is ticking. Now third down Rams down to one timeout. Uh, but, yeah, not, not, the, uh, not the big barrage of points. Again, Oof. Mike Williams disappeared. Thanks, Frostberg. <laughs> Is he ever going to catch passes again? Uh, so we'll have more there. on this game coming up in a few minutes. But, uh, th- you know, the war of words I didn't expect today that has taken over the NFL that I just look and go, oh, my God, it's not enough to be a blank show. We want to be the biggest blank show possible. We want to have an opening number and then have a couple of, of main acts. Then we want to have a, a, a big uh, surprise at the end. We want to be the biggest blank show in the world. So it was after the Jets loss to the Bills yesterday, which – pretty much marks the end of the Mike White era. All the songs we had did, all, all the production we had gone into, all the Mike White stuff last week, and then the guy throws four picks, three in the third quarter, now the Mike White era is over. It was supposed to be Mike White. It was going to be a Mike White Christmas. It was all. He was supposed jo- to be the chosen no, one. Oh, instead he got his legs chopped off when he tried to go up on the high ground. Then he Mike was bur- burning on Mustafar. I mean, it oh. really ended badly for him. Oh. Uh, so, okay, you know, the end of Mike White, and then things got really really weird. Rex Ryan, who, look, Rex Ryan still thinks he's the coach of the Jets. All right? No, and and you, I say that and you know in your bones, wow, that's a, that's a really true statement. Even when he was the coach of the Bills, he thought he was the coach of the Jets. Sure. I'm just coaching the Bills to get even with the Jets. Like, he would go back to coach the Jets in a second if they asked him. He probably has a room in his house set up just like his office in Florham Park when he was the coach of the Jets. He still thinks he's the coach. He still sees himself as, I'm the guy I'm the because I was a successful head coach. I was so good. Yeah, he was good for two years, but then when he started to draft players, they they all stunk, and the Jets were terrible. And it's been 10 years without a bleeping playoff game. So this was Rex Ryan who really felt appalled that people were comparing him to Robert Sala, the current Jets head coach. This guy's supposed to be a defensive guru. I heard everything, and I take it personal on this one. Everything I heard about was, well, this guy's a lot like a lot like myself, but without the, the bad part. Yeah, well, 
some of the bad part you need because this team doesn't play with any any damn heart. I mean, that, that's the thing that's disappointing to me. And don't ever compare this guy to me, this Robert Sala to me. Because statistically, one time they were like a top defense. All right? four. Out, here's one thing they're going to be familiar with. Four out of five years, the 49ers were dead last in their division. So he's going to be dead last again. So he's used to that. So to me, I'm a little pissed off about it when, when I hear that this guy, you know, his background's a lot, a lot like yours. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. All right, first of all, look, I loved Rex. He was a Jets head coach. Dude, what are you doing, man? It's not like Robert Sala is out there saying, you know, I'm just as good a head coach as Rex Ryan. And I mean, He's not said a word. He gets upset because just like, just like many people do, and it drives me crazy, I see what people say on social media and what other people are saying on shows, and it makes me mad when people say, oh, he's like Rex. So now Rex Ryan takes on a guy who has not said one word about him, that it's, it, it's, and, and he's made it into a story because Rex is upset that people aren't talking about him anymore. That was from ESPN Radio. He's upset now, so now I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey, this is all Robert Sala's fine. No, don't compare me to this guy. What has Robert Sala done to hurt you? But no, but Rex Ryan, no, don't insult me by doing it. Dude, you don't not I, I can't believe you're sitting here and, and making it seem like you have a problem with the Jets head coach. You just look like people aren't paying attention to you anymore. So hey, I want to stir things up a little bit. So when this happened, I said, Oh boy, there's Rex being Rex. And I'm like, well, this is crazy. And then not only Robert Sala, but Robert Sala's brother decided to respond to Rex. First, here's Robert Sala after he found out about Rex Ryan. Jets head coach Robert Sala, your thoughts on what Rex said? Honestly, you know what? I've never met Rex. I've never had a conversation with Rex. I don't even know him except for people who know him throughout the league. So obviously if it's that personal for him, he knows where to find me. So Were you surprised that he said it? Oh, I'm not surprised by him. He's, he's always got something to say. Oh, just say no. Just say no. Michael K. Show. Just say, Mike, I'm not talking about that. Uh, he can say what he wants. You know, the guy's on TV. But no, now he knows where to find me. So now when you say now you know where to find me, now Rex Ryan is like, oh, yeah, now things are going to be great. And then David Sala, Robert Sala's brother, jumped in and talked about how bad a job Rex Ryan did and how uh, he took over Eric Mangini's team and he won with good players. And he's so bad. Just... Stop. I always say when family members get involved, it's never good. Just stop. Why are we? Why, why is this a story? It just shows you the Jets. There's no rock bottom. They can dig through the bottom of the world and out into space on the other side. That's exactly what they've done. No, no. no. We're going to respond to this now, and Robert Sala's going to do it, and his brother's going to do it, and now Sala versus Rex is a thing because now Rex is going to say something tomorrow, and now what, what is happening? Just say, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with that. Rex can say whatever he wants he's on tv just walk away from it i get you're upset but just walk away from it because this is where things get even worse mike is that now i look at robert sala and the coaching staff and i go they're out of their depth and it's they're, they're he's not ready to be a head coach and clearly the staff is not ready to have the responsibilities they're having because no team should be getting beat like this this badly middle of the season they look like an expansion team they look like a team that that we just got players for the first time a week ago how do you give up 185 points in four weeks how do you do that how do you show up out of buys and, and off 10 day rest and you just get beat like a drum how do you let teams do this how, how does this happen even the worst teams in the NFL don't do this even the Lions even though they haven't won and they got a tie they're more competitive this is embarrassing you spent a lot of money on offense to get players and now you're not coaching zach wilson because now zach wilson can't come in and get things right and then mike white comes in and he's good but then mike white stinks and you're not ready for any sort of game against the bills because they come in and just lay it to you right there 
just like we saw what happened in Indianapolis, just like we saw with the New England Patriots, and the same thing I get from Robert Sala every week. I don't know. we got to figure it out. Dude, you're the head coach, man. How do you not have answers? The, the entire Jets coaching staff, it, it, I, I look at it and I go, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I don't know how we go into every single game and lose like this where we're non-competitive from the beginning. And, and, and a run like this defensively, you're talking, they're, they're going through history, talking about the last time a team's given up four, uh, four games in a row, points like this. Go back to 1966 when this happened. It's the worst time ever for the Jets. They've been playing football for over 60 years. Everything is a worst, worst, worst. And how are we this way in the middle of the season? All right. I know I said last hour, it's kind of like Adam Gase. Look, Adam Gase, I knew from the beginning, was just going to be terrible, right? He was just going to be awful, and they were just going to have to outlast him until they hired a new head coach. Two years, okay, we pushed to Robert Sala, who is a nice guy, brings a lot of energy, players like him. Okay, they wanted a CEO kind of head coach, a guy that can run the whole thing. I don't know what he can run. What kind of CEO stuff did you see from Robert Sala that tells you, hey, this guy can run run the Jets? Oh, I'm not getting involved in the defense. That's Jeff Ulbrich's thing, our DC. How about you get involved, man? Because you're a defensive head coach. And look at what's <laughs> happening right now. I, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how it's this bad. And now I'm just, I'm at the same point I was with Adam Gase. Okay, they're going to finish this season, and they're going to give Sala another year, and they're going to probably ruin Zach Wilson because already they got the guy going against his instincts. Don't take chances. Don't throw the ball here. Don't do this because he's continuing to try to put players into his scheme instead of making instead of fitting his scheme around the players, which is what you're supposed to do. When you I, really, I'm not. I'm not an NFL coach. I know that. And we're going to try to take a quarterback and. Make them play like this. Why? Why don't you let Zach Wilson throw picks? What does it matter? You got him to be this this gunslinger like Brett Favre. If he throws 25 picks this year, he throws 25 picks. What do you care? Let him be the guy. You know, figure out your defense so you're not losing like this every week. And you walk in and go, boy, I love, we didn't know they were going to run those plays. Okay, great. This is why. This is where today went from, hey, the Jets lost. And look, I'm not that upset because I've seen losses like this now for too long. It's going on 10 years, really about 50. But it's going on like, 10 years and then I get the Rex Ryan stuff and then that just double uh, reinforces that I don't think Robert Sala is up for the gig man I mean that that's where I'm at right now well I mean it is um, year one of a rebuild you, you drafted second No, it's overall. actually year, year 10 of a rebuild. No no, 10, no, 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 no. Come on. You, you tore it down again. Year 10 You were of a building rebuild. on bad architecture. It's kind of like, you know, you take multiple <laughs> bites, you know, at building a website, building a product, whatever. I mean, you go to the next iteration, and now it's the Sala edition. Uh, and you're trying to figure out, all right, how do we do something differently, even though we still have some of the same brain trust forcing decisions down, right? A lot of personnel issues that you have to adjust here. Uh, But I want to just remind you of this. And, and, you know, we've seen the commercials. If you've gone to the movies, you're in theaters, you've seen the previews. Spielbergo, yeah, Steven Spielberg, uh, is, is taking on West Side Story. So I'd like to, you know, do a dramatic reading. One of the songs you'll hear. <clears throat> then you are set with a capital J, which you'll never forget till they cart you away. When you're a jet, you stay a jet. Thank you. And that is Rex Ryan. I mean, that, that is where we're at. He, was, he will always do this. And like you said, me, yes, thank you very much. Uh, hot take nonsense sells in this day and age. And for Rex, he can't just become another guy. So if there's anything we're going to talk about of his former team, and let's face it, when Sala was hired, there, there were some comparisons made. He's dredging that up. It hasn't been in quite some time. 
Right, we haven't talked in those terms since the hiring day. Well, you know, animated and rah rah, and and, and a defensive guy, and and that was you know how, how you equated him back to coaches of Jets misery past. See, I'm going to go all um, you know Ebenezer Scrooge uh, while I'm at this too, uh, and and this is the ghost of Jets coaches past. Uh, no Kotite will appear in this uh, rendition of the play. Uh, but you, you're trying to see where the similarities are, where the differences are, and, and the comparisons there are obvious. And so for Rex, it became a, all right, it's week 10. Nobody's talking about us. They're talking about the damn Manning brothers all the time. They're talking about whoever's on there. They're talking about all these other different pieces uh, in the media world and in, in prognostication. So I've got to say something blustery. And hope for a response. And he got it, right? You said Robert Sala. We heard it. And then you got Sala's brother. I mean, come on. What more could you want? That's exactly <laughs> what Rex was looking for. He flexed. He, he you know, you know, got his, uh, flared out his nostrils. Don't compare me to that guy. And that's exactly what you got. You got national media just laughing at you. But a good, any publicity is good publicity. Because we remember, you know, when you coached and when mm. you were good. Uh, that was that's just it's just so imba- the embarrassment just grows and grows and grows. It grows. Hey, everywhere. you still you still have wins over the Titans. So that makes and, us the I best mean, team. You oh, look, spurred we're... them on to greatness. Look, that's what best. you can claim this year. You <laughs> should make an <laughs> NFT of we beat the Titans and look, we propelled them towards Super Bowl aspirations. How much you want to bet that's how the Titans break every play and end every meeting? You want to lose to the Jets again? (laughs) That's what they say. You want to lose to the Jets again? Break. (laughs) Yeah, but here's the thing. They're beating all teams that were in the playoffs last year. They lose to the Jets, and now they're steamrolling everybody. (laughs) Even when we're talking about Dante Foreman uh, as one of the key running back pieces. I don't know. It makes no sense, but we uh, we trudge on. Coach, I think I'm tired. I I can't do another lap. You want to lose to the Jets again? No, I'm Ready. One more lap. One more lap. Stop I'm ready, showing. Do you, do you, you think it. he does like a clockwork orange thing <laughs> where there's little splices of the Jets game while they're watching film? <laughs> so subliminally, they just carry that with them at all times. Uh, Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. I want Rex Ryan to be quiet. I want Robert Sala to be a good head coach. None of those things are happening. None of them. Just going to have to wait it out until we get Jim Harbaugh in two years. I just have to wait it out. Just okay. wait out for Jim Harbaugh in two years. Ugh. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. Oral greatness. In the NBA right now, Lakers playing second half of back-to-back. It has been all Chicago. They lead the Lakers right now 50-37, to about four minutes to go before halftime. DeMar DeRozan on his MVP run this year, leading the way with 18 points. Meanwhile, Russell Westbrook, 16 for the Lakers. Melo's got four again. LeBron James not playing in this game. Uh, Lakers down 13 of four minutes before halftime. Yeah, but Melo get... started, buddy. Yeah, he started yesterday. Buddy, I went to yeah, the game no, yesterday. No, but that's, uh, that's just insane. It was awesome. You went to a game? You got out of yeah. your house? Yeah, I went to the – dude, I, I leave my house all the time. I go, yeah, I, I no, go normally just for food. Did you decide Staples <laughs> needed to be your food place? Well, stop. This is well, – come on. I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not Finch from the Tom Hanks TV show where I, go, I just got to go out. It's too hot. Spoiler again. alert. Uh, I go – well, no, that's the whole thing. It's a post-apocalyptic thing. And, you know, you know he, he's in it. Boy, if you liked it – well, I'll t- I will tell you this. For Finch, Finch was really good. If you liked the hour and ten minutes that Tom Hanks was on screen by himself in Castaway and said, boy, it's a genius actor to do that, and it's like they decided, you know, what if we made that the whole movie? <laughs> that's, a, that's what we do with Tom. Hey, let's make Finch the whole movie where it's Tom Hanks all by himself. That, double that's up. What Finch was. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to double down. 
Yeah, it was, no, I'll tell you, it was fun. It was interesting. It was yeah, Look, I love post-apocalyptic stuff. That's just, I'll watch and read everything about I just love that that whole philosophy. Not that that's going to happen to the world at some point, but I'll be ready. Um, you know, I, it, But it was done really well. I mean, Tom Hanks, I mean, look, I mean it. It's like him by himself on screen for, you know, an hour and 45 minutes. It was really good. Yeah, uh, I, heard, so, I, I heard good things. Uh, a lot yeah. of tears, too. I don't know if you're, you're one that cries. But what what brought you to Staples? What, so, what's no, the so deal? We, we got tickets for the Laker game yesterday. Yeah. We went, and I brought my dog. And, and and her best friend and uh, her best friend's dad. We all go to the game, and uh, it was great because Mello started. I was I stood up and screamed when Mello started. I was like, "Yeah!" I had my Syracuse hat on. Oh, it was oh, great. Boy. So before the game, we go in to get food, and they have, you know Staples Center has all these big. Uh, gourmet places to go eat, right? All these great places. And my daughter and her best friend decide, oh, we want to get French fries. We go, okay, so we go into like this gastro pub that they have like right outside where our seats are. So I go in and I'm waiting in line. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a couple of lines, people waiting for food. And I hear, and this is really funny because this brings me in, this brings me in how I recognize this person, was the, the waiter or the hostess who comes back to the register that's, a li- that's like five feet away from us says, sir, I'm sorry, I can't make any alterations to your food. I tried, I can't make any alterations. This is what you have to order. So I go, oh, someone's upset. I look over and I see the person she's talking to is Rob Parker. So I'm like, oh my God, it's Rob. So what, what was he trying to do? Rob I don't know. He was whatever he was doing. He was trying to order stuff. He said, "Hey, can I get this? But can I get mustard? Or can I get mayo? Can I not get cheese? Whatever he wanted." You're he at a just, stadium. There yeah, are no alterations. He wanted to get alterations, right? Rob Park wanted to get alterations. So I'm like, okay, watch this. So I tell my friend, I go, "Hang on, I I I know this guy." So I put my mask on and I walk. I just walk right by him and I elbow him out of the way. I go, get out of my way, man! And and. <laughs> I stand right in front of him, and I'm looking at the with the, the the waitress looking back at me, and I hear Bobby Rob goes, "Hey, what's this all about?" <laughs> so I turn around, I look at him, I take my mask, he goes, "Oh, Jace, what are you doing to me, man? What are you doing?" He gives me a big hug. Then she goes, "Yeah, yeah, I know him, I know him, I know him." Oh, and the guy he <laughs> the was with, the security's running over. And, his bu- his buddy was like, "Is there going to be a fight?" Like, as I just like bum rushed like right by him and said, "I said, excuse me, Jay, what's this all about?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, you should say you were you were getting after the the poor woman who couldn't uh, give you the substitutions you wanted. Uh, well, and, I said to him, uh, I said, you know, I said, I didn't know it was you until the woman the the the, uh, the woman said uh, got mad at you because you wanted substitute stuff. He goes, Jace, you know me. I'm about to ask for the early bird discount. Hey, it's not it's twelve thirty. You know, like, is it cheaper right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, there are, there are no happy hour deals at a stadium. The only way that works is in the press box. It's the only I place wish, you're getting a discount. I wish you could have seen the look oh, on his face, so man. It was so funny. Because at first, because you know, I, I put my mask on so he wouldn't recognize me. So like, oh, he good. thought, like, man, what's this guy doing? And, you know, I'm like you know, like you know, nine inches shorter than Rob. You know, Rob is like 6'6". Six, six. He's, he's, he's a big dude. And so I'm like, look, I'm going, okay, just as long as he doesn't take a swing at me, which, boy, that would be a story. But then I did. I see. I look at him, and then he he looks at me kind of weird. That's when I took my mask off. Then he realized, oh, Jace, man, oh, come on, man, come on. Oh, it was Rob so Parker great. punches out coworker at Laker oh, game. That was that was so great. That would have been <laughs> so, fantastic. Oh, said you this, guys would have gotten some great run for that. Although would I would have come on air and said it was staged. They set the whole thing up. 
<laughs> it really was funny. It re- and, and and when I said to Zoe, I said, oh Zoe, this is Rob Parker, and, and and she goes Rob Parker, like just like the drop that we played. Rob there Parker, because she knew Rob. You know, Rob and I work together sometimes during the day and stuff. And and, and when I fill, we fill in for Dan and stuff, and she's like, oh Rob Parker, said, hey yes, oh it was it was great, it was awesome. Rob, Rob's posting photos from the game and everything else, and uh, I I real I wish you could have seen the look on it. I almost said, hey Zoe, just record this for me so I can have video of this. But I didn't because I said, oh, let me just do it. I didn't think, oh, I could record this and maybe it's a fun thing. You know, I just, I just, I just didn't think about it. And now I think that I really should have done that. That was pretty good. Yeah, she should have taped it. I should have. Yeah, she should have. I mean, 100%. Because we, we, you would have gone viral. Yeah. Would have gotten yeah. some run. You would have, you would have eclipsed Rex Ryan. I think so. I think so. Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Radio friends and teammates and coworkers fight at Staples Center. People will start going back to the last time you co-hosted with him on uh, Dan Patrick Show. Did they get no fight about something? Was there an argument? Jason just hit the guy with a pretzel. Was he mad about Tom Brady takes? I mean, what what was the problem? Uh, oh, it was all. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was so great. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it was it was fun game yesterday. Look, the Lakers win. And look, really quick on them before we get back into the NFL, is that Taylor Horton Tucker started the game yesterday. And, and clearly they're still in the mix of we're going to make Russell Westbrook into fit into our system because he brought the ball up a lot. And but seeing the Lakers play yesterday, that was more kind of the version of the Lakers I thought they were going to be when they got Westbrook because they got con- contributions from the young players like Orton Tucker in his first game and Monk was good and it was okay, this is kind of how I expected the Lakers to look. And Anthony Davis scored 23 points in the first half in the first quarter, all right in front of us. Uh, you know, everything was a dunk and Zoe's watching this game going, oh my God, how can he be so big and move so fast? She's got like 50 pictures of Anthony Davis on her phone, right? I said, he now, now he's her favorite basketball player. She couldn't get over his size and how well he moved. He's he's throwing dunks off the off the uh, off the rim and off the backboard to himself, and it was just an amazing beginning of that game. And I said, "This is the Lakers. This is who they're supposed to be." Getting all of this together. Then when LeBron James comes and plays, it'll be a little bit bigger. But th- this is kind of the in, this is kind of the vision I think they had when we bring in the vets and these are the young players we're going to rely on to play. This is what's going to make it okay for. And really, look, they, they beat the Spurs pretty bad. I mean, the Spurs cut it to two late, and then the Lakers, instead of folding like they normally have done during the season, just went out and finished. You know, Westbrook hit a three, and Tucker hit a three, and, and that was it. And they finished. And I realized, I said, okay, this gives me that glimpse of, of, of what the Lakers are, are going to be when they get it all figured out. Well, it's a work in progress. I mean, it's game, what, you saw game 14, this is game 15, all right. Originally, this was where you'd start putting a benchmark on it, but with no LeBron and THT just coming back, I mean, they're, it's a giant incomplete, like you used to take, you know, when you'd go follow Cuse on the road, right? I mean, or, or me with Northwestern. Horrifying defeats, but the the idea is that you've got an 82 game regular season that you have to slog through. You're going to try a number of combinations. You're going to have a number of games where the poison pens and the acid tongues will be all over you when guys don't perform, and that's fine. You're professionals. In theory, you know you handle it better than Robert Sala and Rex Ryan do. So I'll just keep referring to that or Tom Brady. Make it quick. 
gives you a minute and walks out. Now, hopefully you get a couple of good sound bites out of it, but the same same point, right? It, it's nothing until you find out how, what, why, when, all those questions you want to a- answer about LeBron James and his availability towards the back end of the season. Right, because in, in a vacuum, it's like, all right, that's an interesting combination, right? Because look at this starting lineup. A.D., Westbrook, Bradley, Horton Tucker, and Carmelo Anthony. I don't know if you'd put up uh, 20 starting lineups before the season of expectations. That five would be on the court at the same time. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, may- no, maybe I'm right. wrong. Maybe it, maybe it would have been the 18th or yeah. 19th lineup, but, but yeah. certainly not one that you were banking on. And here you are in game 15 against a Chicago team that's played really well, nine and four, uh, four and two uh, away from home. So, you know, showing up at Staples and, and you're looking at a good mix. You mentioned DeRozan before he's got 22 Levine with another 17 point night uh and, and they they move the ball well so it's they're they're a curiosity uh so it's a nice test but again you know what what is it is it a fail is it just a you know another notch of all right we're we're kind of doing a theory testing of what combinations may work and how can we move the ball and make the offense more efficient. It's a long grind, man. Anybody that wants to make snap decisions, and I know we do it in the NFL and and everywhere else. All right, who's our MVP after week two, after week three? Same thing in the NBA. Let's bury this team because they started out three and six. Really? After nine games of an 82-game schedule, you want to decide how good or bad they are? You could say today, hey, the show's today. They're playing terribly. But to project that going forward, it's an asinine fool's errand. Yes, we need some hot take nonsense, and we get it on the show. Just uh, I'm not ready to buy in on that, Uh, especially when LeBron James, who you can still argue when healthy, is what top three, top five, you know, mm-hmm. wherever you want to put them, and we can fight about it uh, till till we're blue in the face. Uh, his absence is uh, it's it's a gaping hole. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Hey, really quick on on the Rams here, because this is the second week in a row they played poorly. Stafford throws a couple of picks. The first one was bad. The second one was not his fault, and that turned out to be the play that really tipped the game. Uh, Higby bobbles a pass that he should easily catch and, and it bounces into oh, yeah. uh, the arms of Jimmy Ward, who takes it back for a touchdown. I, look, that's not his fault. But it hasn't been a great last two weeks for Stafford. You know what? It's fine. It's the middle of the season. They've played great. He was great. He's great for seven, eight weeks, and nobody says anything. Now he's bad for two, and it's, oh, see, I told you, Matt Stafford stinks. Oh, he stinks. Okay, it's two bad games. The Rams are 7-3. You want Jared Goff back? 
I mean, really, I mean, the, the Rams are fine. Everybody loses games to teams they're not supposed to lose to, right? The Cowboys did it last week. We watch all, all the big contenders did it a week ago. The Bills did it a week ago. The Ravens. The Ravens. It happens. But, oh, but we don't like Matt Stafford because, oh, he's been around a while. He played with the Lions. I just feel bad for Matt Stafford for that. But it's like people are waiting for him. to. I knew he's not going to be this good. No, he still is really good. He had two bad games. It's okay. Brady had a bad game yesterday. No one's saying, oh, I'll throw Brady away. Stafford's been fantastic the first wow. half of the season. At the top of the league for MVP candidates, he had two bad weeks in a row. It's fine. The Rams are going to be fine. They have to figure out a couple of things offensively. Look, they lose Robert Woods. they got to get Odell Beckham involved to figure out how to run the football a little bit now because they've struggled a bit on that the last couple of weeks. The Rams are going to be fine. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing. One, Brady's uh, got a lot of trophies and rings to show off. So one bad game gets thrown 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 away as a – you know, the outlier, take out the high, take out the low, and then uh, we've got the rest of your resume. You know, like in school, you know, we, we go back to that. We've said that a couple times. I know Joe Taylor uh, threw that one up the, last week as well. It's a, an analogy we've used a long time out here uh, to get to where, where we're at. But when we we look at the, the Rams the last couple of weeks, the thing that is concerning, offensive lines gotten beaten up. The I mean, the number of drops and bobbles. You mentioned the Higby play on the interception, but you also had drops from, you know, Van Jefferson. I keep thinking that's just his last name, like he's Van Helsing. Uh, but he's, you know, Van Jefferson had a couple of drops. He Stafford was late on the ball to uh, Daryl Henderson. I know a couple of friends are uh, – cursing him for that because he lost the fantasy games for that. Congratulations to those that started uh, Matt Gay, though. That meaningless field goal at the end helped tip your fantasy uh, fantasy score, so good for you. I know our buddy Johnny Ramos got a victory uh, coming out of that, so, you know, while, while it was dumb, uh, it really didn't change it, right? Three-score game to a three-score game. Uh, it, it helped you fantasy owners and probably had some incentive in Gay's contract or something. Uh, but the, the larger thing is that just that they've been beaten up, right? And you watch Tennessee play bully ball, and you watch those drives from San Francisco in the first half. They, they just pounded them and made the linebackers and the secondary come up and work and so they're sore as hell and they need the bye week right now uh because there's no picnic coming out right even without jair alexander the green bay defense has been playing well so a big test you know at the end of the month as as we we push on so for the rams a little bit of an identity crisis here you know even sean mcveigh some of his post-game comments Guy who's not quite sure what his team is right now and calling out players uh, for their lack of performance. Lack of performance? His performance? Are we talking about the guy's performance? The guy threw three interceptions. For, okay. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. We'll have more on the Rams loss to the Niners coming up in a bit. But straight ahead, there's a quarterback who once again may have a week left as a starter in the National Football League. Who is it? We'll tell you. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Um, more on the Rams' loss to the 49ers coming up in a few minutes, but, you know, every week it feels like it changes. And after yesterday, it was kind of a watershed day where the – Patriots just absolutely paced the Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield does not move the ball. Would he complete two passes to wide receivers? 
the Browns are not going to simply just trot him out there at quarterback the rest of the season. Now, that was one of your big big picks for the week, too. I told you. You were, you I, were on like board. You jumped on Baker's back. I thought the Browns' offensive line, and it did in the beginning of the game, like, okay, and then he threw that ridiculous pick, and the game changed from there, and that was it. Well, Ernest Johnson with that monster start to the game. I know. It was exactly how I thought it was going to start. I said, this is where the Browns offensive line says, oh, wow, we're really good. And instead, Baker throws that really bad. He should have been picked off the first touchdown drive, too, and and the ball went through the DB's hand. So, look, the Browns aren't going to sit here and let this season founder. They know by now that Baker Mayfield is not their guy. And they're not going to throw the rest of this season away when clearly they still have a shot to do some good things. Everybody that's around 500 in the AFC is in the playoff hunt because the NFL stinks this year. Oh, parody. No, the NFL stinks. Many teams stink. There's a few teams that are pretty good. Most of the teams stink. And I'm saying some of these 500 teams stink. How dare you? they're not going to. They're Good not first. going to sit back and just trot Baker Mayfield out there and let him just uh, and, and 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 potentially ruin the season. Sometimes you need a change for change's sake. And Case Keenum would bring a new energy to the team, a new sense of accountability. And if Mayfield's not moving the team. It's got to be Case Keenum. You have to make that move. And maybe it's something where it's hidden with an injury. Oh, Baker can't play this week, so Case is going to go. But he's really got one chance to be able to show that I can still lead this team. Because now the next bad game he has, Kevin Stefanski has to say, sorry, Baker, you got to sit. We have, we have to go to somebody else. Somebody else has to try to do this because maybe we'll run a little bit better with Case Keenum. Just like for whatever reason the Eagles ran better with Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, maybe it happens. You can't keep giving games away. I know we're in the middle of the season. It feels like there's a lot left because the extra game this year, but you can't just keep giving things away. And if it's, if it's Jekyll or Hyde and, and, and now you have less weapons, you need the quarterback to make a few plays. And so that's, that's where it's at right now. Baker's got his one bad game away now from losing his job. We told you a couple weeks ago, he's only got a couple weeks left now. I'm telling you, he's got what, one more bad week, and that's it for him as a starting quarterback of the Browns. Well, the bigger issue is, as, we've, as we spoke with Jason Lockin for earlier in the show, I mean, he's broken right now. Like, physically, he's, he's a mess. You were without – I mean, and look, and Dernis Johnson had a great game, right? 99 rushing yards. Sorry for you. They get the bonus at 100. You lose unless you pray for that stat adjustment and they're nice to you at some point and give you that three feet back. But you, you're missing Chubb. You're missing Kareem Hunt. Yeah, your offensive line's there, but, you know, when you're looking at your receiving core, what is it? Right? I mean, there's, there's – it's not just Baker. And, and it's not to excuse him. But between injuries and where they're at personnel-wise right now, not to mention that defense, what, what, what are the numbers? I, I think they've given up uh, nearly uh, 100 points more than they've scored or something ridiculous to that in level. I mean, that, that's insanity, right? I mean, it's an indictment on the offense, but you were also expecting your defense uh, to be better than that, weren't you? I mean, and, and being a, a better steward uh, for what you're doing. All right, it, it's, it's not quite that bad. It's, it's only a 10 differential. I was conflating it with somebody else. But either way, you're on, you're on a negative point with, with your squad at this point. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it, there's just I, I can't throw it all on Baker, but you know, if he is as hurt as many would claim he is, then yeah, then it becomes a, all right, we've got, we've got to move it on. 
They're going to have to. And look, sometimes it's, it's like I say, the old big Bill Parcells line. I can't motivate a team by changing the right guard. Uh, but clearly it's, it's, hey, we need something more out of the quarterback position. Maybe it's, it's a different kind of energy. It's, whatever it is, this is what can motivate a team. And if Baker was playing okay, I would say, all right, it's not going to happen. But clearly he's not. You know, he's struggling, and, and we've watched Case Keenum work his magic before with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, he doesn't have Stephon Diggs or Adam Thielen, but still, uh, they, they can't just give things away. And if they keep going down this road, it's going to be more of the same. So i, I got to believe that the, that the Browns and Kevin Stefanski are going to say, okay, we're going to do this at some point. We're going to pull that trigger after one more bad game. Yeah, I'm curious to watch. I, I, again, the injury is a nice excuse. Twitter at how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome. So if the Baker era is ending, what era is now beginning again elsewhere? Fox. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.